0: Welcome to Life with Jerry Williams, the podcast. I'm Jerry, and in this podcast, I share what's on my mind, what's on my heart. Uh, occasionally, we'll have a, a guest. Matter of fact, I think of the last 10 episodes before this one, nine of them had a guest, which is very exciting for me. I, some of those conversations were were, were pretty in-depth and, and pretty revealing, and hopefully you've listened to them. If not, you can go back and listen to them. Today... As we're getting ready for vacation season coming up, we're almost into July, right? This is the end of June when this podcast episode comes out, and I'm getting ready to take a couple of weeks. I thought I'd share some vacation memories, and that's coming up in a couple of minutes. Also wanted to share some things that have been on my mind or been in the news. I do this a lot on my daily radio show. I do a midday show, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Joy FM Georgia Network, And in the show notes for this episode, I'll put a link to my blog on the Joy FM website. Just about every day, I share highlights from my show. One of the things that's really got me jazzed, we're going to get baseball back. Major League Baseball and the Players Association, I don't know if they've actually even agreed to this, but the commissioner just said, enough of this malarkey. We're going to play ball. Now, granted, it'll be a much shortened season, 60 games. Normally they play 162, 60 games this season. I think how it works out is every team will play the other teams in their division 10 times, and then the teams in the opposite leagues, same division. So if you're in the American League Eastern Division like my Yankees, they'll play each team in the American League East ten times, and then each team in the National League East five times, and that'll be the season. Postseason, still going to have five teams from each league, the three division leader, uh, winners, uh, the the East, Central, and West, and then two wild card teams from each league will compete in the postseason. There's some wacky rules going on this season because of COVID. I think they're playing in empty stadiums. I believe that's the case. Uh, they will throw away a ball or or throw out a ball, discard the ball once it's been touched by multiple players. Well, that's every play, right? Because the pitcher pitches the ball. If the batter swings and hits it, unless he hits it out of the park, which is a discard anyway, someone is going to have to field the ball and touch it. So that's two people, even if it's a fly ball, If the batter swings and misses or if it's a ball, the pitcher pitches it, the catcher catches it, throws it back to the pitcher, that's multiple player. Every pitch is a new ball. They're going to use up more balls this season than they would in a regular 162-game season. But the weird one, the thing that I'm kind of, I don't, I don't, why? If a game goes into extra innings, each half inning after nine will start with a runner on second base. The player who made the final out in the prior inning will start on second base, and they'll rule it as if there was an error committed so it won't be charged as an earn run to the pitcher if the pitcher lets that run score. I think they're trying to do it to keep the extra innings games from going too long. I figure we give them a better chance to score. Maybe someone actually will score. Anyway, it's wacky. I'm not sure I like that part, but I do do love getting baseball back. Other thing I wanted to share with you, no matter where you live, there is a local delicacy, a food item or or, or some way of preparing a meal or, or a particular dish that is unique or at least bragged on by you. Now, where a lot of my family lives, the Wheeling, West Virginia area, there is this very special pizza, DeCarlo's Pizza, that is very unique to that area. And the people who live there love it. Matter of fact, there was a couple, Brittany and Justin, Brittany is from Wellsburg, which is in that area of West Virginia, the northern panhandle up there by Pittsburgh. When they were dating, Brittany introduced Justin to DiCarlo's Pizza. And he loved it. Well, they moved away and then sometime later got divorced. Well, Brittany wanted in the divorce settlement to be able to take the kids back to West Virginia every year for the 4th of July. And Justin said, okay, I will, I'll give you that, but... When you do that, you have to bring back a party tray of DiCarlo's pizza. It's written into the divorce settlement. You know that that's a special pizza when they write that stuff into the divorce settlement. I am so looking forward to vacation this year. I'm actually taking two weeks off in a row. I don't know that I have ever done that in my entire career, but I am doing it this year. And I am looking forward to that ride home from work my last day before vacation. There are certain ride rides home from work that are special, like every Friday. <laughs> the last ride home from work before the weekend. But for me, the two biggies of the year, the ride home from work where vacation begins and then when you leave work, you get in the car, and you're driving home to celebrate Christmas. Even if that's Christmas Eve, if you have to work Christmas Eve, that's just a very special drive home from work. So I'm looking forward to this. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a couple of weeks of vacation. We're going to go to West Virginia and see family and, and celebrate a, a family reunion. But every year, I, I think back to the vacations I had growing up as a kid in New Jersey. We took family vacations every year, and, and almost every one of them were some sort of an adventure, Now, most years, we would visit relatives. We would go from Jersey back to Ohio, across the river from Wheeling, West Virginia, to Martins Ferry, Ohio, or to Wisconsin, where my mom's side of the family is from. Now, back then, the interstate system was not nearly as big a deal as it is now wasn't as widespread they were just building the interstates back then so it was the garden state parkway to the new jersey turnpike and then the pennsylvania turnpike nearly 400 miles of twisty four-lane road through seven tunnels under the Appalachian and allegheny mountains and it seemed like there was always construction especially on that pennsylvania turnpike and tolls lots of tolls well after the turnpike it was state routes through the hills of Pennsylvania and West Virginia into Ohio with my mom and dad up front, the three of us kids, me and my brother Mike and my sister Deb, usually a dog in the back seat, no air conditioning, no seat belts, only an AM radio. And it seems like someone always got sick once we got off the turnpike. But there were plenty of Howard Johnson's restaurants along the way. I got to say that. You could pull off, not even get off the the turnpike. They had the little rest areas that were right on the turnpike, they didn't have to get off, and it was always a Howard Johnson's restaurant. Now, to pass the time in the car, we would play games like car color. Somebody would pick a color. Everybody would pick their own color, and then you count the cars. And if you would think it through, you wouldn't pick a weird color because you would never win. So if you pick, like, chartreuse, You'd get two cars in the 400 miles. But if you picked white, you would win. State license plates, see how many of the 50 states? There were 50 states back then, weren't there? Yes, there were 50 states back then. We, we could get the alphabet game where you would have to find a word that began with each letter of the alphabet on a billboard or a road sign or something like that. Then the game that was one of my dad's favorites was Who Can Keep Quiet the Longest? And if that game didn't work, then we would play the jujube ga- game, you know, those ju- those real chewy, gummy kind of things. See who could shove the most jujubes in their mouth at one time, which would render us all silent because you can't talk with your mouth full of jujubes. Well, every couple of years, we would go to someplace oh, a little different. And my dad just had a knack for finding little out-of-the-way places that usually weren't exactly what the brochure had promised And often my grandmother and my Aunt Margaret would come along. We did the Capocono Mountains a couple of times. In the summer of 69, we were on the Virginia side of the Chesapeake Bay. And when the tide was out, it seemed like we could walk for miles out into the bay with the water only up to our ankles. We did see Neil Armstrong take one small step that week, and it rained for most of our stay. So we got to watch a lot of local Virginia TV. Now, one summer, we rented a little cottage on Lake Capaccon, New Jersey. That is the largest freshwater body in the state. I don't remember much about that except for our landlady, a lady named Beatrice Brady. And I'm not sure why, but for some reason, my grandmother really didn't take to Beatrice very much. Well, several months after that vacation, my dad sent grandma a letter purportedly from Beatrice. He signed Beatrice's name. He wrote it in a different handwriting than his own. And he mailed it to my grandmother. And he wrote, as Beatrice, how much she had enjoyed getting to know us, especially my grandmother, and that she hoped that we would be coming back to see her at Lake Apacon. Well, Grandma was moved. Perhaps she thought she had misjudged Beatrice Brady. That is until my dad called her and said, Hey, Mom, you ever hear anything from Beatrice Brady? Oh, you Dickens, she responded, and hung up on my dad. There was that one summer where my dad found an old farmhouse for rent in New Hope, Pennsylvania. I have no idea how he stumbled onto that place. There's no internet back then. There was no Airbnb, but he found this place. and I remember the drive there. Once we got into the town of New Hope, Dad started honking the horn and waving at people on the street. What are you doing? We said as we tried to hide in the back seat. Ah, I'm just having some fun. We're never going to see any of these people again. Well, the farmhouse was advertised with a swimming hole. So we all brought our bathing suits, got out of the car, and that swimming hole turned out to be an old algae covered cow pond. The house was big and musty, and there was one room in the middle of the downstairs that was locked. But inside that room was a telephone, and it would ring during the day, and in the middle of the night. I don't remember that there was an awful lot to do in New Hope, though I did manage to perfect my knuckleball in the field out behind that old farmhouse that summer. And Now that my brother and sister and I have our own families, we still will, on rare occasions when we're all together, reminisce about those experiences. The best part of those trips wasn't so much where we went or even what we did, but who we were with and the memories we made and still share today. Well, thank you so much for allowing me to spend a couple minutes with you. Hope that you will subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Leave us a review, a five-star rating if your platform allows. That helps other people to find the podcast as well. In the show notes, I will have a link to my blog on the Joy FM Georgia website. Uh, Daily highlights there from my midday show. Now, today will be the last Totally new episode for season two. And over the course of the next few weeks, I'll have some recaps and some, some highlights from the rest earlier episodes of this season. Season three, scheduled to start August the third. I'm working on some new recurring features and just retooling a little bit and, and like I said, I'm I'm gonna be going on vacation. But there will be still new stuff every Monday posted for your subscription and then season three coming back on August the 3rd.